We're welcome to Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. Greg Richard joined by Judy Sharp today. Welcome back, Judy. Thank you, Greg. Look, if I'd have known it was going to be so hot, I could have worn my swimmers in. You could have. Yeah. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> well, it's not TV, so, you know. True, yeah, true. We just need a little bit of, well, there's no water around, though. That's the only thing. I'll slide your glass of water, but that's not really going to... Yeah, might have looked a bit funny if I'd walked yeah. up the stairs and swimmers. Possibly. A couple of students might have given you some strange looks, but what have you got for, what have you got for us today, Judy? Oh, they give me strange looks <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they think I'm too old to be coming here to university. Look, um, okay, we're out of winter. Mm, definitely, yes. But the weather thinks we've gone to summer. Yes, that's... And, uh, you know, I'm noticing gardens are very, very, very dry, including mine. So I think the most important thing to do now is to get out the water. Yep. Uh, you don't think it's dry because we've had odd showers, but um, I went to pick some flowers uh, last night for a friend of mine and uh, it was like dust. It was okay, really, yep. really dry. So I think, you know, our listeners really need to get out there and get the lawns watered well and uh, particularly watering new plants that they've just put in. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, while the lawn's long, if you've got clover, it's a good time to spray it. Okay. But you don't mow it first. Oh. No. Okay. You knew that. <laughs> yeah, I knew. You I know that. I, I just mow over the top anyway, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, and then you've got to leave it maybe for two weeks and uh, then it just dies, which is good, and you mow it then. Right, okay. Yep, so it is really the most impressive thing I could say today, if you call me impressive, is uh, <laughs> water your lawn, please, but don't do it in your swimmers. Fair Well, it is hot enough to do it in your swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got Ray from Balmoral, and he's got an old mango tree that just not seem to be fruiting at the moment. Oh, uh, hello, right, Ray. Greg, it's, uh, and how are you this afternoon? I'm very, very well. You, you know, working here with this lovely young man and the sun's out and... Judy, Judy, <laughs> irrespective of what Greg said, I think you'd be just fine in your cosy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray. The only thing is I've got to get... Greg, stop laughing. I've got to get from the car up the stairs and there's a lot of young students out there and they might think, I've gone mental, do you think? No, I don't think that for one moment. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to try it, Ray, with your permission. That's right. That's right. Well, that's my, that's my advice. Judy. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, you've got your mango tree is very old. Yes, it is. And, Judy, look, it is old and over the years... I. I've pruned limbs off it and, and kept it like, and, it, and it greens up beautifully. And the last couple of years, it's more or less bared no fruit. And then originally, going back three or four years ago, it, it gave quite a good crop of mangoes. What I'm concerned about is this year, it, where, where the tree is getting the morning sun, it's covered in blossom. And I feel like if I'm going to get fruit off this tree, it's going to be this year. Right, but okay. I've, I've sprayed it, I've sprayed it, Judy. Right. Manco, manco, manco zeb and white oil. Yes, um, that's good. And, and I don't know, is there anything else I can doctor it up with? Yes, what about sulphate of potash? Yeah, I've got potash. Yeah, well, we want to hold that blossom on. Right. So I'd use, uh, you know, uh, sulphate of potash, 
follow the instructions. Yes, yes, but you mix it up in water, darling. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, and go all the way around. And, you know, when you water and fertilise a plant like that, that size, always make sure you go out under the drip line because that's where their feeder roots are. Oh, okay. So, in other words, you're saying not to spray the blossom. No, no, no. Let's get it up through the root system. Well, you can spray the blossom. It won't hurt. Right. But, you know, I think the roots need a little bit more sustenance. Oh, okay. Yes, I can do that. Okay. Good on you. And if if it works, Ray, um, do you know where the studio is? No, but I'll find out. Because Greg and I love mangoes. (laughs) Oh, well, I hope you look forward to... Let's hope you look forward to receiving a couple of beauties. Thank you. I'd love that, Ray. All right. So <laughs> Thanks for the call. Potash. Yes, potash, and you've got it already, so, you know, you're home and hosed. Oh, yeah. No trouble at all. Okay. Thank you, Judy, for your help. You're quite Thanks. welcome, Ray. Thanks yeah. for the call. So we've got Brian from Swansea, and he might have some mango advice for us. Oh, that would be wonderful, Brian. What's your advice? Oh, hi, Judy. The fella's probably um, gone now anyway, but um, a few years ago I got that arachnose on the on the mango panicle and I sprayed it a couple of times, but I sprayed it with potassium bicarbonate to get rid of it. Right, and I just yep. thought it's probably another way he could get potassium into his, um, into his mango. And also, I mean, this year's, there's less rain and humidity, so it's probably not as big a problem. But anyway, it's it's good for um, anthracnose or fungus and um, also for getting potassium into them. Brian, I'm very, very surprised that you can pronounce anthracnose. When I generally oh. throw that one at people, they go, oh, anthracnose. Uh, to be honest, Brian, he had, he's been spraying with several things, uh, so... He didn't mention that the tree had any black on it or the leaves. Nah. Yeah, um, nah. but I, um, I just, I just thought it's another way he, if he wanted to get um, if he the wanted potassium to get in potassium. Yeah, but, yeah. I heard him say mancozeb. I don't like mancozeb. I sprayed mine with lime sulphur, and um, I, I just find that better too. Right. Okay. You'd have to be a bit careful. You're not burning with lime sulphur, though. Yeah, yeah, no, um, probably where I, mine, even though um, even though they're big, I keep pruning mine back, so it's in a, it's in a quite a big pot, so I can actually move it oh, to right, shady right. areas when I yeah, spray it. Yeah. yeah. Well, a Ray from Balmoral, I'm sure, will be still listening, uh, so Ray will probably take that on board, Brian. So I thank you very much for ringing in with that advice. Uh Every little bit helps, trust me. Ah, well, that's good, Judy. It's been, it's been six months since I've talked to you and rang you up, so there you go. Well, that's six months too long, Brian. <laughs> well, yeah, where have you been hiding? I've got neighbours that hear me on the radio and then they tease me about it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you ring me under an assumed name? <laughs> Okay, I will in future. Uh, Ring and say you're Fred, and that's my dad's name, so I'll know it's you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Brian, thank you very much for the call. You're welcome. Bye, Judy. Bye. We've got Susan now from Toronto, and she's got pennywort growing in her buffalo lawn. Oh, Susan, that's a bit of a problem, isn't it? But um, 
Most people panic about buffalo, but I would be inclined to be trying uh, uh, Bindi. And it won't hurt your buffalo lawn. Hello? Hello, Susan. What was she? We've lost her, have we? She's gone. We'll go to Ivan from Weston, and his wisteria is not flowering at the moment. Oh, that's a shame. Hello, Ivan. Hello, Judy. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, dear, and it flowers so easy, it's a wonder it's not climbing all over your house. Well, it's climbing all over the uh, trellis thing that I've got it on. Yeah. But it's got a beautiful crop of leaves on it at the moment, but it doesn't, doesn't ever seem to come out and flower. Right, okay. Well, you need to start doing the sulphate of potash too regularly. Uh, right. Perhaps okay. when it's dormant, before yep. it starts to set its flowers. Right, okay. And don't forget, you know, you have someone in Western that's got more knowledge than me, so just go around to his garden and knock on his door. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be really happy, Ivan. Oh, right. Okay. But no, sulphate of potash when it's coming out of dormancy, do you? Right, okay. Okay. Thanks for the call, Ivan. Okay, thank you very much. Bye. Right. Philip from Martins Creek, and he's got a question about Fatinias. Hello, Philip. What can I help you with? I've got about 70 photinas in a hedge along a, a side of a driveway. I thought you'd have it hedged, yes. Um, and some are flowering profusely. Others are putting up a heap of red leaves. They're all planted at the, red, at the same stage. Uh, I don't know whether I should be pruning those flowers off or should I prune prune them all back to the same height and hope for the best or what to do and what to fertilise them with? And No, that's all right, Philip. Look, while we're off air, I just said to Greg, uh, the plants are a good indicator this year. If your fatinias have bright red leaves on the top, that indicates cold weather, but also that the plant is very healthy. Uh, and I was saying when I go past the Mater Hospital, uh, they have swathes of um, Nandinas and they right. they get redder and redder every time I go past. So they've really enjoyed the winter. Now, I don't know. Now, can you tell me the ones that are flowering, are they getting more sun? They're all, all in a driver. They get full sun all day. Right, all okay. Uh, look... Are they, do they need pruning is my next question. No, they're only about four foot high, four to five foot high. Right. Uh, I was wanting to grow them higher, but um, I have pruned them, like I was pruning them every three months. I was told to prune them regularly and that'll promote new healthy growth, but uh, they've just seemed to have stopped at the moment. Right. And they get they get water. They get they get water. They do our, get water because you know their, we're desperate. Tanks, yeah. 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 Uh, the only other suggestion I could make is I'd be inclined to tip prune those flowers off yeah. uh, because your red growth is the new growth coming out. Right. Yeah. I and, knew that. Yeah. 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 And also too, have you given them some cow manure? Plenty of cow manure, yeah. So right. okay. it's just a matter of picking it up, yeah. So. <laughs> Sounds like, can you get your wife to do that? No, no. Finger, sure? My, yeah, the fingernails don't go well with cow manure. Oh, yeah. hey, 
I, I've got news for you. Mm. I've got the longest <laughs> fingernails in the world and I've always said it's because of putting my fingers in cow manure. Yeah, okay. Well, I shall tell her that. <laughs> you, yeah, no, God's on. No, no, that is the truth. I'm yeah. going to hold my nails yeah. up now for Greg. You ready? They are quite long. <laughs> they are long. Oh, right. And it's mm. always because when, you know, when you're working in the nursery, you put four fingers in a pot to lift them. And I've always right. said that's why I've got long nails. So tell okay. her that and you might be able to get her to go out there and help you with the cow manure. Now, okay, I'll, is I'll the give it a try. But is mm. the cow manure straight from the cows? Let's uh, work that one out. Um, yeah, I, I could get some, find some older stuff, yeah. I'd find so, the older stuff, darling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't put the fresh on them. Uh, no. But they do, they do like cow manure. But I just, I don't want to see you take off all that red growth because I think yeah. that's indicating that, you know, um, you know, they're quite happy. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for that. That's okay. I hope that works for you, Philip. All right. We'll try something anyhow. Give okay. us a ring back and let us know how it goes. Okay, then. Good. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Bye. Bye. I've never noticed how long your nails were before. Haven't you? Yeah, they're quite long. I know. Like Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I mentioned it was because today when I went out for breakfast, one of the girls said, what do you do to your fingernails? And I said, I don't do anything. But I've, I'm sure it's always because I've picked up, you know, you put your fingernails yep. in the pots when you're moving the plants. And I never cut them or do anything. I don't paint them. No paint. <laughs> That might be it. They won't be it. They're not painting. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Irwin from Fullerton Cove, and he's got a fertiliser suggestion for us. Oh, or does he want me to fertilize, suggest a fertiliser? Possibly. Irwin, Irwin, which way are we going? Are you going to help me out or am I helping you no, out? You're going to help me out. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> I'm just doing a bit of weeding and, I'm, and I've got a couple of pomegranates and I'm not sure what's the best stuff to put on them for fertiliser. Well, I would try and get bounce back if you can. Okay. Because it has a neutral pH uh, and that maybe is the best way to go. Uh, Fullerton Cove, are they getting much salt there? No, no, not where I am. Oh, that's good. That's excellent. But they're so expensive to buy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had one. I've got three of them. None of them have fruited yet. Right. Were they grafted? Uh, two of them were and one of them's not. The one that's going the best is the one that's not grafted. Oh, it wasn't grafted. Oh, yeah. And they all getting the same amount of sun? Pretty well, yeah. Yeah, look, I'd, uh, I'd truly just see if you can buy Bounce Back. It's, it's a wonder fertiliser. The other one to try is Flourish for fruiting. Okay. And, that, and uh, you put that in water. And it's readily available, but you can use that every single week. Okay. If you're keen. I'll just go and I've got a, I've got a, a pad out with me. I'm sitting on the veranda, and, but a pad's not much good if you haven't got a pen, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But that's all right. I've got plenty of time. I'm here till one o'clock if you want to get a hold on. <laughs> and the other one was... Um... Bounce back. Hang on. What was it? Bounce back. back, bounce back. And the other one is flourish for fruiting. 
and let us know how you go. Um, more importantly, one, one, bring one, one, fruit one in. <laughs> Sorry. One other one's been growing for a long time. It's never amounted to much. Yeah. And it's the one that wasn't grafted that f- does well. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, that's unusual. It's normally the other way around. So I think it, it sounds like Fullerton Cove, you're sandy there, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, lots of fertiliser would be the answer. What about finger limes? Finger limes, I wouldn't give them anything very much apart from a little bit of blood and bone. Blood and bone, okay. They're not like uh, normal uh, citrus? No. Well, they are a native, so... Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm asking about it. Yeah, no, don't get carried away. But with that bounce back, you could give it a small dose of that. Okay, the bounce back. Yeah, because it's neutral, so, you know, it's not going to affect it one way or the other. Okay, thank you very much. You're quite welcome, but, you know, as I said, um, if they do well, you know, we love pomegranates here at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. I'd like to be able to have one too. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks, Erwin. Thank you. Bye. It's Gardening Talk back on 2 and you are We've got time for a couple more calls. We've got Tracy from Cessnock, and she's got some questions about striking a frangipani. Hello, Tracy. What can I help you with, dear? Yes, I was extremely lucky to find a quite large cut-off of a frangipani on the side of the road. Right. But my, I would like to strike it. Right. My concern is, like, if you're looking at the plant, it's been cut, if you look at 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, it's probably been cut 11 to 5, so it's quite a large, um, like, yeah. So it's, it's a large cutting. Uh, yeah, it's kind so, of been cut from, if you're looking at the graph, if you look at 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock, so it's tapering down to nothing. Right. Do I need to cut that, like, completely across? Uh, Tracy, no. What you need to do, though, how long ago did you find it? about a week. Okay, so what you do, you don't do anything for a couple of weeks. Right. And then where it's been cut, it will form like a callus. Yes. And that's when it's time to plant it. Okay. But I wouldn't go cutting it anymore. Just leave it now, leave it out on the ground and wait till it calluses over. Okay. So would you put it in the shade because it's getting quite hot now? Would you put no, it in the shade? No, or? no, no. Uh, they just really like to be after they're cut. They like to dry out and callous. And so okay. if it's in the sun or even just morning sun, it'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. And then once it calluses, then you I plant it. it. Yes, or? of course. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. And was it a good colour? Did you happen to see the colour? I have no idea whether oh, it's right. white or pink or... But I just saw it and I thought, oh, you know, you don't get that often. 
No, no. No, not unless you're walking around the neighbourhood with secateurs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my son bought my house and, like, cut out my frangipani tree, which was quite large. Oh. Broke my heart, but anyway. Do you still talk to him, Tracy? This was something that made me feel happy to find something quite large. Yes, and but tell me, do you still talk to your son? Oh, I do. Oh, oh we mothers, we're weakies, <laughs> I, I can tell probably, you. Yeah, normally not, but yeah, it broke my heart. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm sure this will work for you. Okay. Okay, Thank so, you so much. good luck and right. give us a ring and let worried, us know. I was just worried about whether I should cut, cut it, it again. No. Like, Square? No, just wait place. till it calluses and it will okay. do what it wants to. All right, thank you. Okay, I'm so you're welcome. Excited for that. Thank okay, you. excellent. Thanks, Thanks Tracy. Bye. Bye. It's a gardening talk back on 2 in your RFM, 49216216, and we've got Bev from Toronto. They've got a question about the lemonade tree. Hello, Bev. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Yes, I have a question about the lemonade tree, but just for previous caller, my daughter at Hornsby had a big, oh, over six-foot branch of her frangipani tree with a couple of limbs out, broken off by a delivery truck. And they just, um, they were heartbroken because it it was about a quarter of the tree they had. And they just let it lay there for a couple of weeks and then they thought, oh, well, we'll just plant it and see what happens. And they thought it might have been too big, but it's been blooming. Yes, no, no. That's they love to be cut and just mm. calloused over and left and then yeah. planted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to the lemonade tree. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you, would you come in and help me next week for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem with the lemonade tree, dear? Um, well, the centre of it, it looks to me as if it's been the centre's been cut back. And the growth around the outside is all right, but the centrepiece has is it's grown up and it's about two foot or more above the rest of the tree, and it, the, all the wood on it's black, and it looks like it's dying back black back from the centre. Right. Okay. Uh, look, it sounds like you probably need to spray with copper oxychloride. Right. It sounds like you do have a fungus on it. Um, But black sometimes indicates, uh, are there a lot of ants around it? Well, I haven't noticed, and I've just noticed today some ants around the front door, (laughs) but I haven't noticed any outside. Yeah, well, I'm getting them inside too, and they drive me bonkers. Um, Look, I think... um, Look, I think pretty well you might have a fungus or you could need to spray with copper oxychloride. Yeah, I think I've got some of that. Well, if you've got that spray, it won't hurt. Right. But I just wondered if where the the wood is black, should should we cut it back? Uh, Look, you'll have to be careful cutting that back. Don't cut back below the graft, will you? Oh, no, no. It wouldn't be that... um wouldn't be that far. No. Well, it won't hurt to cut it. I mean, mm. uh, Scott pruned my lime recently, uh, and I hope he's listening because it has never shot again. 
I don't oh. know what is done to it. But uh, <laughs> it definitely isn't happy. Trust me, I'm going to have to speak to him about it. Uh, but I'm sure that'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that it will. But anyway, you know, he thinks mum doesn't know anything, of course. Uh, but uh, So let's spray yours with copper oxychloride. Prune mm. that black back if you're really worried, but then you mm. ne- still need to spray yeah. Well, now, when you say spray, you spray, like, round the inside or just spray the whole tree? It's I'd spray the... It's got flowers on it. No, it? no, no, not if it's flowering, no. Not uh, if it's flowering. What you need to do is paint, mix it up and paint it on. Uh-huh. Okay. Just paint it on the wood. Yep. Right. Okay, thank you very much for that. You're quite welcome. Thanks for the call. Okay, bye. Bye. Judy Sharp, we're going to have time for another week. Oh, we seemed to go quick today, didn't we? Did it flew by today? Yeah, it did. Yeah, definitely did. But uh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Two NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at twonurfm.com. <laughs>